on another episode of Locked On Lightning. You join me during the second period of tonight's game against Carolina Hurricanes and the Tampa Bay Lightning. I talk about my thoughts thus far throughout the game, and we talk about some other things that I haven't even been able to address with this team. Most notably, I discuss Andre Palat. All that more, but first, let's play that music. Like and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Uh, we are available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcast platforms you listen to. We are on there, and we are on there free, so go ahead and give us a download. All that stuff helps the show grow, and if you're more of a YouTube person, we are on YouTube. Starting next week, we'll be, be putting up episodes five days a week, so go ahead and check that out as well. So... Yeah, let's jump right into it. Uh, Lightning are tied with the Hurricanes in this game, 2-2. And on the stat sheet, you would think that the Lightning should probably have the upper hand, should be in the lead. Well, that is not the case. Uh, and, And really, this is the way the Lightning have played in this game. I... They, they haven't played terrible, but it could be worse with the way they've played. And and the reason I, I say that is because if you look at the first period, just based off, if you haven't watched a single second of this game, Lightning have 10 shots on goal as opposed to Carolina's four in the first period. And you wouldn't have thought going into, the, into this first intermission that the Lightning were down at all. And, and really what it came down to is that and I hate this excuse, and, and I really hate it, and, and because we see it so, so often, not only with the Lightning, but we, we, we've seen it just in general of the general commentary of, an, of a hockey game. And, and this is kind of where I have that this issue with sort of the, if you want to call it the, the hockey culture. And, and what I'm saying is that they said on the game's on ESPN Plus tonight, and Basically, the the excuse that the commentating team, by the way, don't have a problem with them. Uh, Tonight's John Butchcross and and I forgot whoever's with him. But my issue is that oftentimes when when a team, whether it be the it could be the Tampa Bay Lightning, it could be the Arizona Coyotes. I mean, pick pick your poison. Doesn't matter what team. Whenever a team gets off to a slow start. Where two teams get off to a slow start, and and let's let's make no mistake, the Hurricanes did not get off to a slow start in this game. We make the mistake, or really, we we make the excuse that oh, these two teams are feeling out each other. Really, are they feeling out each other? Doesn't seem like the Lightning are feeling it, feeling out the Hurricanes with those ten shots on that. And, and I hate that excuse because, and especially when it comes to Tampa, is because every game. And they threw up the stat on TV, 21 come from behind wins, which really that is just a very 
fluffed up number because really the Lightning have given up the first goals or have have gone down regardless if they've scored first or not. They have they have been playing from behind pretty much all season long. Uh, whether it's they score the first goal and then they give up two or whatever the case may be. But having said that, oftentimes we make the excuse of, of, of the Lightning feeling out other opponents. And and the Lightning have, have played Carolina before. This isn't like they've never seen Carolina before, before this game. This That's just not the case, okay? But my issue with the Tampa Bay Lightning, and, and if you've been listening to the show for a while, you already know probably where I'm going with this, is that really what it comes down to is that the Lightning are a very good team on paper. And they've sh- they've shown flashes this year, where they they are they have the capability of being the best team in the National Hockey League. There was a span, I believe, probably in January or at least leading up to January, where the Lightning were right up there with uh, with Colorado, who who really looks like they're going to win the President's Trophy this year. But I don't know why Tampa goes out against teams, whether it be a team like Carolina, who they might face in the playoffs, or a team like previously like Detroit or or even New York. They go out there and they act like they've never seen this team before, like this is the first game of the season where they're, they're shaking off all the rust. And that's just simply not the case, okay? We have a little, we have 16 games left in the season. And we're still talking about this. And I spoke on the last episode. If you didn't listen to that, please go ahead and listen. Because I think, really, I brought up some good points. Is that as Carolina just scored again, uh, making the game 3-2. Uh, and and this, is kind of, this is kind of what I'm talking about. Is that really, Tampa has somewhat at least, I don't know, control the narrative. And I'm not saying that they've done this on purpose or, or, but one has to wonder after winning a cup for the second straight year, and I get it, fatigue sets in after, especially after the two previous runs they've had, where we, we talk about the COVID ridden season where the season ends in March and then you're in the bubble for basically two months. And then you have that ridiculous frequency of games played every other day last year. But really what I'm trying to say is that Tampa has, and and, and as soon as we get a player on this pod in the offseason, I definitely want to, This is that's going to be the first question, or somebody in personnel, we definitely want to ask that question, is that they've kind of lulled themselves into this mindset of that, let's just get into the playoffs. And they're so lucky that Columbus and New York are not playing up to what they're usually playing. Uh, because Tampa, yes, they were in the wild card spot for a couple of days here and there. And they most likely will bounce back into that wild card spot before the season's over just because of the hot potato uh, seedings that have now taken place in the standings with Boston and Toronto and Tampa. But like I said, they are so lucky that Columbus is not having a good season. They're so lucky that New York is not good because we could be potentially talking about 
Tampa possibly missing the playoffs in that scenario where those two other teams are playing up to their full capacity. But in this game, let's just get to this game. And I know I kind of spent too much time just complaining right there, but I think it was warranted. And, and really what I said there, though, really pertains a lot to this game because it seems as though is that Tampa only really turns it on once they're playing from behind. We haven't seen Tampa be the aggressor. We haven't really seen Tampa really go out there and take control of a game unless it's within the last 10 to 15 minutes uh, of the third period. We haven't seen Tampa really go out there and just completely blow a a game wide open. We've seen it here and there, but it hasn't been in a complete butt kicking. Um, Which really, if you look at some of the teams that they've played this year, they are very capable of doing so. But in this game, definitely not. I mean, listen, the Hurricanes are a very good team. I'm, I'm not going to downplay the level of talent that Carolina has. But at the same time, it's not like we're we're comparing, you know, Carolina to a, a bottom feeding team like Montreal. No, these are two heavyweights in the NHL where really, yeah, the dic- the score is dictating how how separated how far apart in separation these two teams are in talent but at the end of the day Tampa is really not it's just giving up these goals and and really giving up the chances to to, to Carolina where for them if you really want to go out there and take it a step further Tampa is letting Carolina stay in this game which really is something you don't want to do uh something that is really not sustainable for 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 long-term success which we've spoken about numerous times i mean if you already look at the penalty the penalties in this game tampa already has three as opposed to carolina and carolina has three as well uh as and one power play goal so one for three so i can't complain too much in that regard but against a team like carolina who's so good uh on the man advantage as well as five on five. You don't want to be giving up three penalties by the third period as we have 44 seconds left in the second. Carolina will most likely go into the intermission, barring some chance right now as the Lightning are swarming around the goaltender uh, in the Carolina zone. But they will go into the second uh, second intermission with a 3-2 lead. Now, really this game what it comes down to, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about this um, and I've already spoken about it. What this game really comes down to is just Tampa letting letting Carolina stay in it and and get get acclimated. And we can't we can't see this happen in the playoffs where Tampa will be exiting and from the playoffs and going onto the golf course a lot earlier than I think a lot of us would like. So uh, before we talk about more about this game a little bit and we talk about the enigma or the disappearance there of of. Of Andre Palat, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Bet Online. Now, after months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the Final Four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. My Duke Blue Devils are in the Final Four. Still can't believe they made it this far. I'm pretty excited about uh, trying to get Coach Krzyzewski that last championship before he 
would you say hanging up his coaching sneakers? I don't know. What we'll we'll figure that out as the as the week progresses. But betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info from all the latest odds, contests, and player props. You name it, BetOnline remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts and we're back segment two just continuing some of the things the distressing things that shouldn't be a surprise uh from this carolina game and really what it comes down to is and i would say probably two out of the three goals uh at least that we've seen and we've been seeing and I've spoken about this probably not enough on this show is that a lot of the goals that Tampa tends to give up are right in front of Vasilevsky where really he could only do so much and that's a big issue because we've seen in years past in the playoffs and like I've stated and, and I'll continue to say this and if you been a listener of the show for a while you already know everything relates towards the playoffs because that's the end goal right is, is to make it not only get into the playoffs, which Tampa has done successfully uh, numerous times over the last couple of years, but uh, to, to not only to, to get further into the playoffs. And that type of play that we've seen just from tonight, if you want to just look at that small sample size, not something that you could win a seven-game series over. Uh, Tampa has the bodies down low, especially on the rush going back, but... It, it just seems oftentimes, whether it's tonight or even in previous games, Tampa just looks lost out there. You, uh, the, I believe it was the Seth Jarvis goal on the tip-in. Tampa had numbers. I, I believe it was three on two. Tampa had three guys getting back on D. And you saw all three defensemen or, or Tampa players, because off the top of my head, I can't remember who was down there. I know, I believe uh, Bogosian was one of the defensemen that came back. Uh, just all looking at each other. And it's just like, get a body on somebody. Just just stand someone up. And even on the Niederreiter goal, he cut in to the low slot and just... Once again, Nick Paul right there. And I know he's still getting acclimated to, to being around this team and trying to get on the same page. But still, that's that's just hockey 101. Just get on top of that guy. Don't don't let him just swerve into the low slot like that. There's nobody in front of him except the goaltender. And this is a trend that we've seen all season long. It, it's just guys not being on the same page. And and I'm and I this kind of goes back to what I said before uh, at the top of the show with kind of almost the the good guy media TV approach where we we have announcers, whether it be ESPN or even Bally Sports. And I'm not criticizing the way these people do business. I mean, they're, I, this is just from my perspective, is that I'm tired of, especially in the game of hockey, going out there and constantly making excuses. Nobody is every there's there's nobody that I have heard at least outside of me 
that has gone out there and just tell it how it was. They're slow starters. They don't play well. They're not aggressive in the first couple of minutes of a game. They, they, this Lightning team is reactionary. They're, they're not proactive, and, and that's the problem with this team. I'm tired of people making excuses, saying that this team is trying to get, is trying to get a feel for things. What, what is they get a feel for? Especially a team that you have played before. There's, there's not much that has probably changed between you and that team. Unless we're talking about, for example, just off the top of my head, if Tampa hasn't played Buffalo since October, where Buffalo was like the best team by default for the first couple of weeks. Really, there's not much that, that, that will have changed since now and then. If, if we're talking about the span of a week, it's, it hasn't been that long since Tampa has played Carolina. But... Yeah, it, I'm tired of, of there being excuses about fatigue. I'm tired of there being excuses about guys getting in the rhythm of the game. This is just simple hockey. This is stuff that, listen, I understand. It's a lot easier for me to, to st- sit here behind a microphone and, and, and make these these statements. Whereas, you know, it's a whole different situation being on the ice in, in the heat of the moment and in the heart of the, the, heart of the, the play. I get it. But at the same time, I'm sure that these guys, whether they're going to vocalize it to a media member or to themselves, they're thinking the same thing. They're thinking the same thing. Like, this this shouldn't be happening. And it's inexcusable. Um, and and I, I don't know what needs to happen. I really don't. Because it seems like John Cooper really has done, for the most part, and John Cooper really isn't the kind of guy that the coach that really likes to shuffle things up too much because you do run the risk of guys not being able to play with each other that are successful. But if you look at these lines and I'm going to segue into my Andre Palat point in just a bit, but, but let's just take a look at these lines. Andre Palat, perfect example was on the first line for a majority of the year, which is fine. I usually plays out on the wing. Um, alongside Kucherov and and sometimes Stamkos. Uh, and then on that second line, we'll, we'll sometimes have Point, Sorelli, and Klorin. Uh But Andre Plot just not having a good season by Andre Plot standards. And I'm, I don't like to lay the blame just on one person because that's obviously not fair. There's a ton of... there's. 20 something other guys on this team that could could take responsibility for what's going on right now and and let me be perfectly clear with how this Tampa team is is that is that the only team and this is why it's so frustrating to watch the only team that is better and that could beat consist, consistently beat this Tampa Bay Lightning team is the Tampa Bay Lightning and we've seen it all season long. We've seen these guys not be able to consistently just rise to the occasion or do simple things that will put them in a good situation or the best situation to win. Now, a big part of that, believe it or not, now when we look at this Tampa team and we look at the reasons for their success, you think of players like Victor Hedman, of course. You think of Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, obviously Andre Vasilevsky. But one of the players that really has been almost the glue, especially the kind of the, the, the kickstarter to that first line over the past couple of years and hasn't really been what we 
and and his numbers might be a little deceiving. Now you could take that uh, any which way you would like. Is Andre Palat this year over sixty games? He has fifteen goals, twenty one assists, and thirty six points. Uh, hasn't scored a goal since January. Let let's that if you haven't already known this, let, let that sink in. Hasn't scored a goal since January eleventh, and he goes very long stretches without scoring goal, uh, getting points on the board. And if you look at his game log, and you look at his plus minus, and I know a lot of people don't like to read into the whole plus minus game. A lot of minus ones, a lot of minus twos, a lot of minus threes. And really what it comes down to, and I'm sure if you want to, if you would ever speak to Andre, is I'm sure he would say the same thing, is that he needs to do better. He needs to be better. He needs to be better. When Andre Palat is kicking on all cylinders, this team is significantly better. And the same could be said for some other guys as well on this team, but really he is the one player on this team that has really stuck out to me. Um, He's really... A guy that we've seen, especially in the playoffs over the last couple of years, when they've needed someone to to make a big play, when they've needed someone to go out there and get things going on the offensive side, whether it's score a goal or 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 set up somebody for a goal. Plot's been one of those guys, alongside obviously Braden Point, who's been just insane in the playoffs over the last couple of years. Uh, tonight, no points, one shot. Minus one in the plus minus department. Seven, almost eight minutes of ice time. So if there was ever a game where the Lightning could use someone to, to step up, especially down 3-2 going into a big game like this against Carolina, Andre Palat's the guy. But we also need the other 20-plus guys on this team to step up. Andre Vasilevsky could only do so much. And I spoke about this probably in the first season I ever host this show, is that it seems, though, as... And, it seems as though oftentimes that this Tampa team almost too much relies on Vasilevsky. Kind of when they're in a tight spot, they kind of like look at Vazzy and kind of shrug their shoulders almost to an extent. I'm not saying that's exactly what it is, but that almost at times seems as though as the as, as kind of like the mantra at certain points. So we'll wrap things up. Uh, after the break, but first I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is Rock Auto. Now, time is limited these days, people. You know, we don't want to spend all day doing one thing or all week being uh, occupied with doing one thing, you know, and especially when it comes to your car, you definitely just whatever issues you have with it, if you want to make a change or if you want to get that muffler changed or you want to get new tires, whatever the case may be, you don't want that to be a whole week thing. You don't want it to be a whole day thing. You just want to do it one, two, three, easy peasy, and that's it. Well, guess what? Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Now, just to throw some numbers at you, Honda Odyssey fuel pump is about $353 from a chain store. Well, at rockauto.com, 
that's only $216. Now, Rock Auto, Rock Auto, which I love the most, is a family business serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And wrapping things up here, like I said at the top of the show, if you've been following along, hopefully you have. If you haven't, then I'm curious as to what you've been doing for the last 20 minutes or so of this podcast. Uh, but yeah, Lightning going to the third period, down 3-2 uh, to the Carolina Hurricanes. Very winnable game. Really, just the whole story of this game is uh, as soon as Tampa takes one step forward, they take two steps back. Uh, and, and the last thing you need to do is give up more pen, uh, power play opportunities to Carolina, especially a team like this, who is the best team in the Metropolitan Division. Probably, in my opinion, the most competitive out of all the divisions, especially in the in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Carolina, definitely the best team, I think, in the Eastern Conference. Still a team that, you know, they're, they're not almighty. You know, they're not a team without fault. You know, especially a team like Tampa, who we know what they have. We know what they're capable of. It's just a matter of taking that talent and displaying it on the ice. And really, we've seen the talent displayed out there by keeping themselves in the game. But we haven't seen them really take control of this game, go out there, play physical, which, yes, Tampa's played physical tonight, but, you know, not enough to kind of slow down Carolina. Something I think we'll definitely will see in the third period. We'll definitely see a lot more physical play from Tampa. We'll definitely see them be a little bit more aggressive in the offensive zone. One thing I would like to see them cut back on is retrieving, uh, retreating into their own zone. Oftentimes, especially in the first period, I saw too much of them kind of taking a, taking a step back while trying to advance the puck through the neutral zone, get themselves sorted out in their own zone, which can run into issues. Um, and, and you know, it's never a good sign if you continuously see your hockey team skating back towards their own goaltender. Uh, there was a couple instances tonight, especially in the first period, where I saw Mikhail Sergachev taking the puck back. Obviously, I understand you want to set up the rush. You want to set up the play behind the goaltender. But when you have a, a defender tailing you like that, you need to be careful. You need to manage the puck a lot better. You can't give up the puck or turn over the puck at your own blue line. That's just that's just that's just set up for disaster. Uh, so. Tampa definitely expect them, or hopefully I'm right by the time this podcast comes out. If you're listening to this post game, uh, definitely expect them to come out and play more physical, more aggressive. Uh, Got to clean it up in the neutral zone. If you can't win the battles in the neutral zone, especially along the boards, uh, you're probably not going to win. So, and we'll be back tomorrow to recap the game. We'll talk about the upcoming schedule for the rest of the week as well as the month of April. Huge month of April uh, to close out the season. The Lightning really need to do. Uh, they really need to come out on top in this month. Obviously. 
I would be shocked if we're in a situation by mid-April or even at the end of April where we're actually worried that Tampa might miss the playoffs. I can't see a scenario in which that is even possible right now mathematically. But we'll definitely talk about it if it's coming up. If it, if it comes up. So in the meantime, that's been it for t- this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Banker. I'll talk to you in the next one.